the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. It's Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Hey, text somebody or go to Facebook Live, Randy Adams. Watch the show live. The station here does a great job, KSLR. They work with so many people, and they're, they're a blessing to be on this radio. And I want to thank Baron and Shemaya and Michael and just all the team they have that puts this great show together. Um, well, I'm not sure it's a great show, but anyway, if you like my show, uh, like uh, Facebook, like LearnBuyAndSellCars.com. Give me feedback. Do something. I don't know. Uh, we love what we do, and I love giving back, and I love being your mentor. But let's thank the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, help us to be the mentors to other people and, and to teach people and, to, and just lift people up and help us to understand what's going on in the world, what money means, what business means, what everything, what we need and really don't need. Help us to reach out and love everybody, and ask us all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Uh, thank you, each and every one of your listeners. Uh, I'm going to give my phone number out a couple of times, so get pen and paper, write it down, give me a call. 95% of my business right now is helping other people, um, blessing you with options and knowledge and experience and just everything that I've had uh, going on in, in my uh, opportunities each and every day. Uh, this business is changing. You wouldn't believe what's going on. Um, just every day, uh, we, we just continue to see so much change in our business. And uh, I want you to know exactly how to handle every situation and look at the options and be prepared. You know, we work hard at our jobs, and we spend 40 hours a week, and we have to pay Uncle Sam. And but are we, Good morning, Donnie. And are we really doing what we need to do? In this business, I mean, are we spending the right time learning and growing? Hello, Sean, and uh, understanding what's going on. Do are we touching and and feeling w- what we need? And I mean, I'm going to read a little bit about scripture, um, and um, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on. And I, I've got magazines, and I've got everything that we get, dealers get, and uh, like uh, we've got here, uh, re insurance people and these reinsurance people what they do they just give them a look they pay them a little bit these dealers when you know lifetime warranties they're not free and so they pay this company so they can insure themselves gather their money your money and a lot of these uh lifetime warranties cost you 4500 plus what they do is they they make the service department a lot of money because you've got to do Everything there, you've got to spend. Like, good morning, David. And uh, you got to spend everything there, and you're spending a lot of money. And uh, good morning, David Kalo. And uh, we, we, love, we love understanding how they're making money. And so these, when these people are, are doing that, uh, we've got to understand that uh, they're making money. There's no free rides. There's really no free rides in this business. And if you've got a lifetime warning and they tell you it's free, look at the contract. A uh, gentleman signed up on a lifetime warning. And it cost him 4500 He thought it was free. They told him. The salespeople said it was free. But it was free on the price of the car but not the contract. And then also they, they told him uh, to change his oil. It was about double what he could get done somewhere else. So they pick up 30 to $50 for every oil change. That that's uh, that you're doing, and so then they make you do other things. Uh, one lady had to change the grease in her front axle. It was a front wheel drive, and they charged her like five hundred and something dollars when you could get that same job, which 
she didn't have enough miles to do that. They did it at 50,000 miles. You can go 100,000 miles in that situation most of the time. And they charge her $563 for a $60 grease change in, in your front axle. So there's nothing free in the car business. Um, vacation time. Hello, Roger. We got vacation time going on. And guess I've got an account manager. She listens to me. She drives a car, and she's a single mom, and she's struggling. She's working hard. I love her. Uh, and she rented a car. They're on vacation this week. Uh, they took off. They went to the Astros game, and they're going to to uh, Galveston. Uh, and so, but she rented a car. She was concerned about her car, and I told her her car would make it. Uh, she's got new tires on it, and it's still in great shape. I sold her the car, and so she's learning what it takes to get transportation. She's learning. You don't have to have a brand new car and making the great big payments and the insurance and everything else. She's got just liability on it. She's driving a car that's paid for. Best kind of car is paid for a car. And so, but she's rented a car. I explained to here about three months ago, a buddy of mine needed to go see his daughter in California. She just had a baby and he was just so excited, but he wanted to buy a vehicle to go to California. I said, your vehicle does fine around town here. Yeah. I said, well, rent you a car. Rent you one and drive out there and, and hey, come back and turn it loose to them. And you'll save tremendous amount of money versus you trying to buy a vehicle, losing the money, don't know the vehicle, take it out there to California and bring it back. I'd rather, I'd rather see you rent a vehicle. Shop, 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 just like everything. And, I mean, it's just like I needed some uh, trees trimmed around a, a, a home, that, a rental home that I have. And so my wife, she uh, gets a price. It was 4700 to trim these trees. I said, no, no, no. I got a guy at Canyon Lake. Let me call make sure he'll go to San Antonio. I called him. He said, I go to San Antonio all the time. No problem. And he did it for 1700 The difference between 4200 I mean 4700 and $1,700, $3,000. And then the other price she got was real close to that. So you got to shop for price. If you need tree man, give me a call. I got his name. I've used him a bunch. I love him. Uh, like I say, he's at Canyon Lake, but he'll come to San Antonio. And I'm going to tell you, climbing around ladders and chainsaws and saws and this, that, and the other, uh, maybe we're getting too old for it, or maybe they can get it done for you. And, hey, we can use our time something else. But he, he'll he get in, got out, did the job, did a great, great job. But, you know, we, we get to talking about so much that we will shop price on, but we won't shop price on a vehicle. We won't shop every opportunity, everything that comes. Is it because we're lazy, complacent, or what? Or do we believe the people? I mean, I was talking to a gentleman that bought a vehicle from a salesman that him and his family has been buying forever and ever and ever. And I said, you buy a new one every three years. Yep. I said, and you owe a lot more money every time you buy another. Yeah, I never can seem to get caught up. He said, we, we buy them, we make these payments, we go back in, we always owe too much. I said, number one, maybe they're not giving you enough for your trade. Are you shopping your trade? No. I said, what kind of miles do they have on there when you trade them? 60, 70. I said, oh, man, they, I bet they really love you when you walk into that door. You don't know what your vehicle's worth, and you believe them, and you've been doing business. You get complacent doing business with the same person over and over. Hey, they love seeing you. They put the big profit on. Talked about a lady here about eight, nine months ago. She told me, she said, oh, I got it all figured out. I said, you do? And she goes to Cornerstone Church uh, where I'm a concierge at. at. I'm on the Stone Oak side door. If you want to meet me sometime, come to church. I'm on. Uh, I'm a concierge on the Stone Oak side of parking. I talk to people, greet them, uh, give them you know information, answer questions, direct them, whatever needs to be done. So anyway, she comes through my door. We talk all the time. She says, oh, "I got this all figured out." I said, "Well, how do you have it figured out?" She says, "I call my salesman at the dealership. I tell them what I want when I'm coming in. Get the paperwork ready. I get in and out in no time at all." I said, "Well." What's your car worth? I don't know. They tell me. Well, what do you pay? Whatever they say. What about the F&I? Whatever they finance. Well, she learned a lesson. 
She'd been listening to my show. So she said, well, maybe I'm better not do it this way. So she called her salesman. He gave her a price. Asked him what trade-in was worth. He gave her a trade-in value. Asked him what the interest rate was. He told me, oh, we got the best. It wasn't the best. So I told her, I said, you need to go to uh, your bank or credit union, get the loan lined up. This is what I'll give for your trade. And I said, I'll call. And I do a lot of business with Covert Auto Group. They're the best. I'll get you a brand-new Ford, Chevy, Dodge, Jeep, uh, GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, uh, just about all the brands delivered to your door at the best price and, you know, give you plenty for your trade, either me or them. And so we set the debt. She saved tremendous amount of money. And she'd been doing this every two or three years. So, I mean, how much money did they make off of this lady? And it's because she got complacent. She got trusting them. Trusting a car dealer is about like that that joke about that little girl that was was going across, uh, or a little boy that was going across the lake, and there was a snake there, and he needed to get across the lake. And he said, please take me. Please take me. I won't bite you. I won't bite you. Please take me. So they got about halfway across the, the pond, and he bit, the snake bit the boy. And the boy said, well, why'd you do that? He said, you knew what I was when you took me across the lake. Well, I got news for you. 90% of the car people business will lie to you and mistreat you and get you uh, get all available money. I keep reminding you that Randolph Brooks, who ought to be a sponsor for me because I love him and I recommend everybody to go there. Uh, they give you extra 30 days because they know you're going to be plum busted, no money left. And when you walk out there and you need 30 days, you really need 60 days to get caught up after you walk into the dealership. But we were walking into something that cost a lot of money to own, a lot of money every month to open up the door, and a lot of greedy people want to make all they can. Overhead is tremendous and is growing every month in every business. And that's why I concentrate on downsizing, keeping my business lean lean and, and fast and, and easy. And I'm about a one-man operation. Right now, we're working on a 2,700 truck uh, deal that they one company needs to get rid of. I've got a system to get rid of all of them. And it's going to be run by computer, and it's going to be almost no overhead to me. Almost none. And Everybody, nobody's ever worked this system before. I sit down with Mannheim, and I said, I can do this. And they said, oh, we love it. So, you know, overhead is the key. And you're walking into a snake's den, so you got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually because they're trained professionals. Oh, oh by the way, on Facebook, I'm going to show them this. It says, great things in business are accomplished by a well-trained team. Team! Who's your coach? There it is on Facebook. Who's your coach? Who's your daddy? Who controls your thoughts? Who are you slave to? You're slave to car dealers? Are you slave to the bank, the credit union? Who are you a slave to? You got to answer to them. You got to make your payment. Hey, the payment's not too high. Man, they just come too often. You ever notice 30 days? I mean, I can't believe it's August already. I just thought we got into June. What happened in July? We skip over it or what? And the business and the business was tough in July. All of a sudden, everybody got boomed. The last week in the car business, everything jumped up. If you own a nice, low-mileage cars, you got a rare animal. I mean, there ain't many of them around, so don't give away your trade. This, you know, these people I were talking about, trading every two or three years, 50,000, 60,000-mile car, Oh, man, come on in here. You don't want it no more, and nobody else going to want it. And then and then we're going to give you a, a little bit of money for it, but we'll take it off your hands. You know, and you're about to spend a lot of money on yeah, I've heard all those stories, and they're great. They're well-trained. Remember right here it says well-trained. Hey, and this is a company that's been around, it says, 15 years. Hey, and new and improved every three to six months. They come get in order to keep up on the business, to keep up on selling, keep on that revenue of them selling and training your salespeople, you got to come up with the new stuff, the better stuff, and, and know how to close you. 
And these companies work at it 24 hours a day. That's their business. That's what they focus on. That's what they concentrate on. And they they talk to psychiatrists. They talk to, hey, remember, they're talking to, to uh, Alabama coach, Luce, uh, uh, Saban. And they, they talk, they study in Saban. How is he so good? What is he doing? What makes him so good? How is he successful? So, you know, hello, Steve and Sherry. Uh, and so what are, they're studying so hard to know exactly. And, you know, they don't care. I, I've explained this to you. They collect the money from the credit union or the bank or their or whoever finances it. And, and they smile, they kiss you goodbye, and they say they love you. And they just got through that like that snake. They bit you, you know, and they they no conscience. When has we lost? When did we lose our conscience? When do we, you know, is it all right to lie? When is it all right to take advantage of people? When is it all right to intimidate them? Uh, I know several uh, independent used car dealers who are great at at uh, intimidating people and talking them into buying whatever they have for sale. They work on that every day, and they get better and better at that. And it's it's unbelievable what they're doing. So you've got to understand, you know, what how to handle that situation and how to be prepared because they're, they'll work on you every day. And they're studying it so hard. And you walk out of there like you found a new friend, and then you realize, hey, we paid too much. There's dealers that guarantee you can bring the car back in seven days. They're finding out people are bringing them back uh, 14, 28 days later. Why? Because they tell them this is the best price, the best interest rate, the best everything, you know, and then the people get out in the real world and they see the car at 4000 cheaper to somebody else. And they'll say, well, what happened here? It's four, you know, you sold me one that's 4000 higher. My interest rate is 10% higher because, you know, these independent used car, big-time used car dealerships are owned by billionaires. They own the finance company. They own the extended warranty company, the gap company, the uh, sealant company. They own them all. And so they sell them at their dealerships that they own. These are cash cows. And so they make the big profit. They cut the fees and the commission down to the salespeople, so they've got them working for almost nothing, and they're making all the money. Why would these big billionaires pay 50 to $100 million for a dealership? And sometimes they don't get the building in the dirt. they got to pay rent. Why would they buy that and work so hard at investing all that money if it wasn't a cash cow? How long does it take to pay off $50 million or $100 million? And that's you know, And I know these guys have got so much money because they have so many dealerships Warren Buffett owns 100 dealerships, and he wants to buy 100 to 200 more. Why? Because he owns all those companies. He makes so much money. Here comes the flow of the cash flowing through. And, it, you know, when you own 100 dealerships, and they, they're making you two, three, four million a month, um, here you go with two, three hundred, you know, million a month coming in. You can buy a lot of dealerships that way. He's just letting it roll. Right now, they're policing used car dealers across the nation, but especially in San Antonio. They're, they're, they're doing so much on that, and the reason they are is because what happens is these guys show up, and they got a little bitty car lot with a few cars. Then six months later, they got a big car lot with a lot of cars. A, two years later, they got three big car lots with you know $10 million worth of used cars. It's because money laundering's been coming into into the business. They finance everybody that walks through the door, and then this money keeps coming in from somewhere else. And then all of a sudden, they got enough payments coming in. It looks like a legit business, and it is at that time because they got notes of four hundred out there a month, and you know, and you got five hundred a month coming in. You got big, big time money coming in. You know, two, three hundred, four hundred thousand a month. You know, and so you can put that back out also, and you can add more money, and you know, money laundering can filter in the business. Or you know it, they got three, four huge lots with ten million dollars worth of inventory. Well, now the government's wanting the banks to police the used car dealers. They're watching them. They're watching us, and and I understand that. Uh, I had to move banks 
Frost Bank, I was with forever. I had to move there because I have a lender's license, and they don't want to police me. And I don't want them policing me either. They can look at my books anytime they want, the bank, the feds, any of them. And so it's my money, and, and I, I'm a blessed man. I've, I told you, my overhead's low. Why? Because my car lot's paid for, my, my cars are paid for, and I'm almost a one-man operation. I've got very little help compared to most dealers. So overhead has caused this to be a battle for your money. You've got to understand that. People just, they, they never think about what it costs to run a dealership. They never think about the, the cost in the, in the dealership itself. And, and the reason is, is because, you know, you're not seeing that business and you don't understand that business. And so, you know, you're, they're working that constantly. And uh, so what, what are you doing to understand that? Nothing. We, we don't, you don't get educated. We go to school for everything in the world, but we don't go to school about buying and selling cars, what it takes to run that business. What it ta- I mean, it's it's go- everyday situation that has cost you a lot of money. I see so many people have told me, well, I've made payments for 30 years, and I still owe too much on my vehicle. Well, that's that's part of it. I mean, if you're going to make those decisions, you want to drive what your emotions, you know. Many of these magazines, many of these classes, many of these people right here, who's your coach, many of them is because they push your button. You know, you're mentally ready to walk into this dealership, and then somebody with a great big smile, hey, I use I use that as con- uh, concierge at Cornerstone. I smile at these people. I talk to them. I try to pick them up. I try to be their friend. I try to get them ready to come into the house of the Lord and understand what's going on and, and be alive and be awake and be focused, you know. Well, it's the same way when you walk into these dealerships. I use my ability, what my talent is, in the salesmanship that I've had for all these years as a concierge at Cornerstone Church. And so, but as a as a car salesman, you do the same thing. You'll make friends, you get them smiling, you get them at ease, you talk to them, and you, get, you build trust in them. And that trust and convenience will cost you money. So many people want to buy a car from the bubblegum machine or these others, and presentation is the key. That bubblegum machine's a new deal. It'll wear out soon. And the prices, when you shop prices, convenience will cost you money, a bunch of money, huge amount of money. Plus, a lot of people are going online to get a loan from that dealership. What do I qualify for? What can I get? And they'd say, well, it's easy shopping, and we'll deliver it to you. No, get your financing at a bank or credit union. Know exactly what your rate is, exactly what fits your budget, ex- how much the total loan is going to be, what the total loan on the interest is going to be, so you know where you stand and what it costs. So many people now are just going online and saying, oh, it's so easy one time. I don't have to go nowhere else. I don't have to sign any notes. Would you drive five or ten minutes to save $20,000? Hey, there's some times when you your interest rate, they'll hammer you for 18 or 20% on a high-dollar car, and your bank is, is down to 2 3 4%. You save a huge amount of money. You know, you, you talk about going to work. You talk about the hours you put in, but you won't put the hours in to being prepared to buy a vehicle, to get your homework done, to get everything lined up, to do it right. Save that five or ten thousand dollars. A lot of people don't understand. There's some times when dealerships make ten thousand dollars on you. We want them to make money, but we want them down there that thousand, two thousand. And right now, with the internet, you can shop the world in five minutes, so you know what the prices are, what the market is. As long as you study the car, study the Carfax, get somebody to look at it. I had a lady call me the other day, Mister Adams. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a car and it sounds too cheap, but they won't let me take it to mechanic. I said, well, what are they trying to hide? Oh, they won't let me take it. They said their insurance won't cover it. We'll take the mechanic over there. Oh, well, they told me that they had a mechanic that would look at it for me. Well, he works for that guy, so if he says anything bad, they're going to fire him? Yeah, Bubba, let me let me go for that deal. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, we, we got we to gotta turn it over to him because he's the one that, you know, real mechanic. I had a lady go down to Firestone. I didn't know Firestone in New Brunswick checked out cars. I, I don't do any business with them. I know the family. Uh, they've been around New Brunswick forever. 
She went down, they checked it out, cheap. And they gave it a good bill of health because it was a government unit that I had, and the price was right, and uh, it was an Explorer with 23,000 miles. But I was blessed to find the unit. But I know where to go, where to buy, because I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know what? I forgot to turn in our phone number, Shemaya. So you can give me a call right after this break. I'll be off Facebook for a couple of minutes. Give us a call here at 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Also, this show will be replayed on 1160 at 1 p.m. Just in case you want somebody to listen to it or you want to listen to it again, that's 1160, 1 p.m. today. So we'll be back after a short break. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business because I love you, and I want to be your mentor, and I want to help you. And, you know, if you don't do any business with me, at least you learn something. And it's free. Don't you love free? God bless you. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Heard right here at 6.30, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM 630 KSLR. Now, back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM 630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Go to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Follow the easy process. I want to buy your car, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'll help you out. I had a guy call me on a car that... Uh, didn't run. It was a 90 Buick, but I've got places to and people that could pick it up and give him something for it. You know, junk's worth junk. Uh, you got to be able to sell it to somebody, or you know, and just like I was saying a while ago, yeah, they'll tell you that your car's not worth anything and nobody wants it. Good morning, David. And so, but your your car is worth something. It's worth a little something. Now, you know, he got his life out of it. He bought it in '91. He's drove it all those years. That's 28 years. So it served the purpose of what he was wanting to do. And so go to learn to buy and sell cars.com, follow the easy process on how to buy a car, how to be prepared to buy a car, what to do. We may run through that in a few minutes. Hello, Michelle. And so, you know, we'll we'll run through that. Also, give me a call on my mobile if you want to sell your car. I'm gonna give you the phone now, number now and later, eight three oh seven oh eight. Four seven eight nine. Give me a call. And if you have any questions, give us a call here. 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. No dumb questions. Lots of times people are bringing up stuff that there's a lot of other people have the same question, and you're helping somebody else. And some of them, you know, are a little nervous or bashful about calling in. Now, you know how important F&I is because I want you to go and learn to buy. Hello, Mark Reynolds. And so we want you to go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Go to FTC.gov. Look at it hard. Look at your credit. Look at your credit score. Clean it up. And here it is, American Financial, over 35 years. Here it is on Airs Magazine. It's one of the magazines we get every month. And it says, 35 years raising the standard in F&I. That's finance and insurance. F&I University, compliance programs, automotive training academy. Woo, well, let's, let's sell service. Let's convince. Let's put fear in people's hearts that their car, they're going to spend a bunch of money, and they really don't. Master Tech Vehicle Protection Plan, that's extended warranties. They sell extended warranties. Dealer development programs, that's training your salespeople, selling your, training your F&I people. I mean, this company's been around diamond level for training. They got all these awards, platinum level, gold level. They've got every award. Why? Because they're good at what they're doing. And why are they good at what they're doing? Because they're after you. They study psychology, sociology, um, emotions, desires, rewarding. They study every situation to make sure that they – and they'll guarantee you they'll, that you'll make more money with their training. And sometimes these companies won't even charge you if you don't move up a percentage that makes you happy. And we've got other articles in here. Uh, in what – who, you know, do you need 
Do a car dealer need a car law? law? Look at there. It says car law on there. Why? Because they, they do some things that's illegal. They're trying to keep these dealers legal. And, and a lot of these owners don't even know what's going on. They really don't. What the situation is, these owners turn the F&I department loose and say, here, go to work, make us some money. Make us happy. Make us proud of you. Make you some money. Hello, Larry. And so what these dealerships do, they they turn these guys loose. Well, you know, to get that last, you know, we started out, I told you, in July slow. Well, the last 10 days, business picked up. Well, they got to make the end of the month, and they stretch it sometimes till today. A lot of a lot of dealerships are trying to get anything they can, get the big profit, get the numbers up, get their bonus money, because all the time when you hit your big money, you're going to get a bonus. Well, that's what they live for. A lot of them, and, and they've got to put these deals together. They can't miss a customer. Hey, don't let that guy walk. We need the money. We need that count. We need that, you know. And like I told you, hey, they collect the money, they kiss you goodbye, and then they don't care. They don't care till you're ready to buy another one. Now, if you come to them, they love you. Now, if you go to somebody else, they'll make fun of you. They'll be mad at you. They won't want to talk to you. Oh, you know, but if you're spending money to them, we're in love with you. That's the theory of car dealers. We love your money. Oh, by the way, we like you too sometimes. So you've got to, there's so much stuff. I mean, here, you know, they've even got a counselor library so they can find out if you're telling the truth or not or help protect you when you get yourself in a trap. And this is the big time car dealers. And then and then chemical etching, that's where they put this VIN number on the windows and everything around. They make a lot of money. Them cost a lot of money, but they can hammer you for it because you're, you know, you're so proud of this brand new unit. Your pride's about the size of Dallas. You're gonna have the only one on the block, or you're gonna beat your brother-in-law or whoever. And so they want to etch it, so you know, just in case somebody wants to steal it. Somebody wants to steal it. That's what we got GPSs for. Anyway, here's another company, F and I. I mean, this this book is is full of F and I education. You don't think they're not working hard on it? They work so hard on it, and and it's your money. I was looking for another article in here that was really good. Oh yeah, it it, it was talking about. Um, do you sell a uh, do you sell an extended warranty on a high mileage eight thousand dollar car? Oh yes, you do because you make a lot of money and you don't care. And the term's short and the mileage short. And your hands are free, and you sell it, and you collect the money, you turn it over to somebody else, just in case we stretch the truth a little bit about the customer or the car. You know, it's the company that is selling the extended warranty. We, we turn over that company. We don't care. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. Slick Willie, you remember old Slick Willie? Yeah. Well, they don't compare to car dealers because we're slick. We, we sell the car. We collect the money from the bank. We sell the extended warranty. We collect the money from the warranty company, and we walk off. Hands free, smile, and, and and take the money to the bank. So you've got to be understanding what's going on. School cars, hurry, hurry, hurry. School's what two two weeks away or something like that. It's not far off. If you haven't bought a school car now, hey, the, the it slipped a little bit. They're a little cheaper than they were in June, but about in the next two weeks they love to jump up. So go hard and don't expect. I had some people call me, can I buy a good car for $2,000? I said, do you want it to run or do you want it to last very long? I said, there's there's a few around, but not many. And you may not get the mileage you want. Oh, yeah, I want one under 100,000 miles. I said, well, and these people won't spend $4,000. I said, under 100,000 and 4,000, that don't work. You want to get up to six or 7,000, you can get around that 100 or a little less. You got to understand a new one's thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars. How can we sell ones? I mean, they drop tremendously in in value. You you buy that thirty six thousand dollar average car is what they say nowadays, and you drive it for four years, five years. Now you got a three to five thousand, six thousand dollar car. Um, got a real estate lady I just love. She's a sweetheart. Uh, she's she was thinking about buying something else, but she said no. It's paid for. There's nothing wrong with it. And it'll last me two, three more years, and I'll just save the money up and pay cash for the next one. 
and she she's thinking straight. She's thinking smart. She had somebody wanting to buy her vehicle. She was going to sell it a little cheap. I said, I can take it to the auction and make it bring more money than that. So she's now she's keeping it. She's going to run it that two, three more years, and then she's going to get rid of it then, save up the money, make payments to herself. That's what I recommended to any and everybody. And so, you know, you, it's your hard-earned money. And we don't study it. We we look for a new TV. We spend hours and months and days checking out the best deal, the best everything. And we, you know, and then we run out. Hello, Mark. And we and we finally make a decision. Well, in a car business, we don't study that hard. We don't study that long. And you're and you're not mentally ready on that next purchase. So you've got to understand, you know, where are you going and what are you doing. And uh, in the Bible, it says meaningless, 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 says the teacher. Everything is meaningless. How easy is death come to to us? How swiftly and unexpected we can return to the dust from where we came. Therefore, we should recognize life as a precious resource to be wise and not squandered. Previously, silly. That's silly. What's silly? Silly is the money we make and we waste it, the time we have and we waste it. You know, you've got to, everything is meaningless. You know, what is, what really matters in our lives? Relationships and health. You know, I've, a good friend of mine passed away this week, uh, Larry Neely. Really, think, a man of God, great, great person, sold him a lot of cars, bought stuff from him. He did work with us, with me and for me. And all he talked about, he died at, I think he's 61, about retiring soon and moving to New Mexico. You know, he put a lot of hours in. I think sometimes he didn't check his health the way he should have and stayed on top of it and ate right and exercised right. Because he was always working, constantly working. And sometimes, you know, maybe we focus on the wrong things, you know. Maybe we're trying to please people. Maybe we're trying to help too many people. You know, so much. There's so many people in need. I found out through this radio show. I mean, so many people in need. So many people in trouble. So many people owe too much money. So many people got a bad car. And they owe way too much money. And I see that, and I hurt for these people. I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be paying for this radio time and the other radio times if I didn't want to give back and help people and educate people. There's so many people out there that needs it. And Larry spent so much wonderful time with me, and we we really were good, close friends. And now it's gone. He's gone. Uh, I, I pray for the family. I feel for the family. But Larry's had a focus. And he had a desire, and he had a goal, and he didn't quite reach there because sometimes he wasn't taking care of himself. Are you taking care of your money? Are you going to be able to retire? Are you, are you able to help other people? Hey, give your time. And what you learn on my show, give it to others. Say, you know, listen to Randy Adams. If you like this show, tell 20 people to listen to my show or tell 20 people to sell me their car. So many times each week I get people saying, what will you give for my car? And when I tell them, they say, wow, you're a lot higher than what the trade-in value was. They walked out of the dealership, and they didn't buy the vehicle. And one lady offered $7,000 for the vehicle, and they were offering her 4000 for it. And she's going to sell me the car when she finds something else. She wants something that's kind of hard to find. I haven't been able to find it. If I find it, she's buying it from me. But, you know, I'm, I'm real picky about who I sell to, what I sell. And and make sure that it's a good vehicle because, uh, you know, what man makes breaks. Hello, Richard, Debbie. And so what man makes breaks. So we, we've got to, you know, I don't want to sell a bad car, but you've got to expect what you're spending. How good is it going to be? The little, this life is meaningless. But if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, most of the time you're walking around lost. You know, what is your focus? What what who do you trust? Who do you expect to help? You know, man, you depend on man, man's gonna fail. I'm gonna fail. I'm not perfect. And so, but if you put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, 
and you understand and you walk with the Bible and you you understand the Bible and you live by the Bible, hey, that's the only manual we got that's right. You think the Democrat Party's got a manual that works? No, they don't. They're a bunch of goofies. They don't know what's going on. They have no idea. They're full of selfishness and pride, and most politicians are. Who do we focus on getting real help, real wisdom? Is wisdom worth anything? You know, wisdom's worth a bunch of money if you use it and use it right. But no, no, we want to listen to man. We want to listen to the radio. We want to listen to the TV to guide us and make those decisions and help us. You walk into a a F&I department, just like that lady or that gentleman carrying that snake that bit him. You're walking into a snake pit. You've got to understand that. And you can get bit. But if you're educated and you're a snake charmer or knowing how to handle a snake, then you keep it at arm's length. You understand what you're going to do. You make the decision. You, you, under, you, know, you buy what you can afford. There's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford. Them can't affords are miserable. I see it every day. People owing ten and fifteen thousand too much. Why? Because their emotions. They bought with their emotions. They bought with their pride. They brought with their greed. They're trying to keep up with the Joneses, and they end up buying something they can't afford. Let the wisdom of the Lord lead you and guide you. You know, don't let the emotions get out of whack. And I, and I talked to so many people. Yeah, I got emotionally attached to this car, and I just had to have it. And I listened to the salesperson. Whose side is the salesperson on? You are the dealership. He works for the dealership. They pay him. And you think that he's going to give you the very best deal, and he makes commission on on money he makes. The more money he makes for the dealership, the more commission he gets. And some of these dealerships will put the commission added on, so, you know, if he can hammer that extra commission, he gets his commission plus that commission. So, You've got to understand life is meaningless if you don't have focus, goals, and direction. And I want to be the—I want to make the best decisions. I want to be the best person I can be. But I didn't have that desire before. I didn't have Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I had desire of me, 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 pride, pride, pride. I understood that you know the world revolved around me. I felt like that. If you know, and then all of a sudden my life changed twenty-five years ago. I want your life to change where you're thinking about others first. Well, number one, God first, others first, and yourself last. If you'll think about yourself last in this world, you'll do. You'll make better decisions. You'll help people. You'll understand them. You'll walk their shoes. I'm going through something right now. I'm learning about menopause and and how hard it is on women. And I'm gonna tell you something. I, you know, that's that is an education by itself. But how how do we feel about other people's? Do you treat people and help them make decisions that will help them or hinder them? Are you a helpmate or a hellmate? If you're a hellmate, you're gonna put somebody in a bad position. If you're a helpmate, you'll tell them the truth. You'll you know you'll work fair. You'll work honest. You'll do whatever it takes to make a fair deal where both sides are happy. Yes, we want dealerships to make money. We just don't want you to get ripped off. We don't want them to make 50 or 100% on you. We want them to be a fair figure, and we want them to stay in business, and we want them to be happy, but we don't want to get ripped off. But it's got to the point, just like those tree guys that that wanted to trim my trees around that rent house, they want 4700 and I got it done for 1700 And this guy's done a lot of work for me. I mean, this is just not a one-time situation. He's done a bunch of work for me. And so I got a lot of trees, a lot of places. And he took some trees down for me at another place uh, right after I bought it. So I've, I've experienced with that guy. But also, I shop him. I shop every time because I want to know what's the best deal, who will do the best job. This guy's proven it to me. I didn't know that guy at 4700 or the other guy that was 5200 Can you imagine that two guys priced that high and I get it done a third? Why? Because this guy wants to work. He does it right. He's honest. And so, hello, Byron. And so, you know, you, you've got to shop. You've got to understand. You've got to understand the ball game. You know, so many people watch football, 
and don't understand the game. So many people watch basketball, don't understand the game. This, this game we play right now in the car business is a huge game. And it's a game that we keep score with your money. And Uncle Sam has a piece of that action because he's going to get his part no matter what. Oh, I got these guys in business. They said, it's a total write-off. I don't care what I spend. I said, you get, you get to write off the percentage you pay in income tax. Are you in the 20 25%? You get to write that much off. The rest of it costs you money, costs your company money, you know. And, and, and in a way, yeah, they don't care because it comes out of their money and they feel like part of the company, it's all theirs and they want to work. Well, that's fine. And you take that advantage. I, you should take that advantage. You should write it off. But sometimes you need to make better decisions. I've helped companies over the years make better orders. They would call me and they'd say, all right, you know, help us order our fleet. What should we do? What should we put on them? What color should we do? Should we all go white? Or can I change colors? Can I change equipment? Uh, what should I do? What should I buy? What motors I need to buy? You know, these companies, they walk in these dealerships, and they let the salespeople or the fleet people sell them what the fleet people want to sell. I buy from companies. We, we've located a company with 5,000 trucks need to be sold a year. I don't know if we can put that deal together, but we may be handling it for them. Get rid of those 5,000 trucks. I've got a system that will work on that, on that deal. I've got the people to help me. And it, they'll make good money, and the companies will get a lot more money for their vehicles. Because can you imagine if you're selling four or 500 vehicles a month and you've got some guy going to come in there and make an offer on all of them? He's got to leave room for breakage. He's got to leave room for uh, downfall, uh, moving them, cleaning them up, getting them sold. Um, just there's a there's forty fifty different questions that you've got to answer. Well, it's it's the same way with you. What is the best thing to buy for you? Should color matter? Should equipment matter? What can I afford? How much more is it going to be? Well, how much do I lose? I love these guys that drive these high dollar European cars, and they say you know the return of like, this car with a hundred thousand miles will bring thirty thousand. Well, Bubba, you paid a hundred thirty to begin with. You lost a hundred grand, and then you got to pay Uncle Sam twenty five percent. So now you lost one hundred and twenty five percent. Did you pay interest on it? Well, you just lost that too. You know, oh, well, these cars are worth a lot of money when they're when they're you know three, four, five years old. But what do you pay in the beginning? What did you buy in the beginning? I, I sold a gentleman of mine that he needed a throwaway car. Why did he need throwaway? Because he had one of them one hundred thirty thousand dollar Mercedes. And he, he was putting too many miles on it. And he said, Randy, this car's not going to be worth nothing in three or four years. I need a throwaway car to go to the grocery store, run around, run, you know, wherever I need to do. And I'll put 100,000 miles on it in three years. Well, I sold him this car three years ago. And so he brought it to me. He said, I need another throwaway car. He said, this one's done the job. You know, it's got 100,000 miles on it. I said, well, it's still worth six grand. He said, well, good. At least it's worth something. So I'm giving him six grand back for it and on some another throwaway car because he can put the miles on it. It's not very expensive. Yeah, I think he gave eleven, twelve thousand for that car. So he put a hundred thousand miles on it for six thousand dollars. You got to think about the future. We don't know what lasts tomorrow. My buddy passed away Thursday. We didn't know, you know, how how it was going to be. I think that was, no, it was Wednesday. Uh, how how long he was going to live? You know, if he had bought a new car, then his wife would have been struck with that uh, debt and owed too much money. Cars, new cars, cost a lot of money, and when they drive them off the showroom floor, they drop. If he had bought a new car a couple of weeks ago, she would have been strapped with that debt. What are we leaving for our loved ones? What are we leaving in debt? I, I see this every day. I talked about that Mazda that the desperate dealer sold it. A desperate person of vehicle. I mean, the dealers, they sold this old man, uh, 80-something years old, a standard shift Mazda with no equipment. None. And he owed unbelievable amount of money. And so he left his family with this burden, this debt. So they all had to chip the end together to get the car out of hock. And then they sell it a little bit high to one of the relatives he took the car because he needed a car. 
He didn't have to participate in the loss because he took the car. But what are we leaving for the future? What are we looking for for the future? When are we ready? I mean, I want to know, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to live. You don't know how long you're going to live. Do we want to leave a burden? Do we want to leave problems, you know, for our families? I mean, you know, and then uh, I had a little family that was buying a new Honda, and it was an 18. And so they followed my system very well. They listened to my show. Thank you for listening. But also I said, you're going to have to find a place to buy a gap. Don't buy it from the dealership. Find a place where you're where you're borrowing the money, so they'll sell you gap at a decent figure, not fifteen or twelve hundred like they tried to get. I think they gave two fifty three hundred for gap, but they needed it because they were buying an eighteen model car. It was going to when they drove it off the showroom floor last Friday or Thursday. Uh, it was going to be worth less money if they get hit in it, and and what will happen if they get hit in it? Uh, that car, they're not going to pay them any money for it. They're going to hit them at eleven or twelve thousand on a car, a brand new car. They just paid twenty two thousand for, because it's two years old. So they were buying Gap to protect themselves. They didn't. They didn't think about that. They didn't think they were buying a car and all of a sudden it's two years old. They're thinking about the future. We're going to keep this car for a long time. Well, you need that little protection of that Gap. This is Randy Adams. There's so many different things going on. So much, but remember. of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. We love you. God bless you. Forgive everybody. Get rid of that baggage. Hey, I love you. I'll be back here next Saturday. Also, Saturday at 3.30, I'm on another station on uh, 1200. Uh, Look at it. This show's replayed at 1160 at 1 p.m. My phone number, 830-708-4789. God bless you, San Antonio. I love you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.